Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 82 of Beer Not Just the Podcast Adjunct Series. This evening, I am joined by the pod's favorite, the most. Oh, so kind. Uh, what's the word? Most, I'm saying most, most frequent. frequented. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. I can't, I'm afraid to call you a guest because it's your podcast, too, but. Fair enough, but I'm usually in the as, background, so there yeah, you go. You know? As far as feature, we have Tiffany Alexis in the building. Hey, everyone. Thank you for having me. I was going to do the clap. Oh, yeah. But then it'll mess up the other audio. Oh, yeah, true, true. Yeah, we get to do it Guys, with no we use, we're talking on our regular mic yes. today. Where if you watch the podcast or look at the podcast normally, yes. look at, listen to the podcast normally, you're hearing it from the The audio computer. from the, the, the video. Yeah. Because we don't have uh, speakers, fucking microphones on both sides. Yeah. I would love that. I would love to get to the point where we can ship out the same microphone to each of yeah. the guests. Yeah. So that they have it. Because we're not doing it in person anymore. This way is way too convenient, y'all. I can't go back. I love this. And I was just thinking, like, <laughs> I love the... Sorry, this I love, yeah. Because, like, come on. You get to sit down and chill out on a couch and you're talking. And just, everyone gets to be in their respective homes. Yeah, even You just can't guests. get the B-roll, but that's what the vlogs are for. So that's completely fine. But what I was thinking about, I love... I always think about the kit thing. Because whenever we do production for Meta, they do... they oh, Their production team sends out always stuff. sends out, like... They put the camera, everything. So, like, I would love that. I feel like we'd have to be so much further ahead always in when we're shooting, yeah. like when we're filming. Because oh you have to gosh. account for all of that stuff. So you probably always want to be, like, And then every ahead. podcast will cost us money, too. Every like podcast will cost money. That's what a sponsor comes in. That's true. Maybe we, oh, we can talk about that. <laughs> Even just before, I'm going to just hint. At this episode is we have a great sponsor, a brand new sponsor for this episode. First one in a bit. This is sponsored by Manscaped. Which I'm looking forward to this ad read because I get to get to be I get to be a bit ridiculous because yeah. they don't care. So it's you get sick. to tell your true experiences, right? Oh, just... I got and some that was funny. I didn't actually mean to segue to the sponsor of today's episode, but yeah. there you go. Well so, done. Yeah, yeah. So we, we're excited for that. Uh, we uh, we're gonna do a nice little read shortly. We're just gonna shoot the shit for a bit first. I want to come out for, for like for those listening, you probably mm-hmm. can't see it, but if you're watching, I would say right now we're pretty drippy for people oh who gosh, don't know what so drippy funny. means. <laughs> You know, drip is your outfit, your clothing. And uh, I just like, I don't know, we, we've we been, I've been getting into clothes. I was saying to you the other day. Yeah. Because I've been buying a lot of shit lately with clothing. She's like, the fuck, man? What's going on? Like, you're crazy. I'm crazy. Or, I mean, you're a, a whatever, uh, you a chronic no- purchaser. I don't know. Well, whatever. right now, yeah. but in my life, Shopaholic, that's the Shopaholic term. is who we call me. <laughs> I haven't been, you know what? I'm going to tell that story while we crack the beer. Because we're just yapping. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, what are we drinking? Yeah, let's know what we're drinking and we'll get back to it. Today, we're starting off with a brand new beer from the Lord Sankiem Baron. This is a Kolsch called Moselle. Ooh, yeah, you see that. 4.5%. Uh, these guys are the gods with the crisp. We're going to get the photo. You know the vibes. Yeah. We're going to tell them about the drip. Am I good? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pouring the beer. <laughs> Great times. <laughs> Beautiful. It's probably about half. Yeah. And then... You could tell yeah, so I, I tried this. Don't try again. Do it no more. Oh, good? no, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had this beer for the first time last night or the night before. Uh, really impressed. They did another Kolsch called Kobe's, which was their uh, the first one that they'd done uh, that's specifically a Kolsch. Um, really enjoyed it. This is the second one. I think it's a little bit lighter. I don't know the hops. I was trying to find out what the hops were, but they didn't put it on, on tap. Normally they do, actually. So either way. Nice and clear. Nice little grassy nose. 
Get it in you. Cheers, y'all. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, crispy, malty. Nice. Little dry, grassy, herbal, touch floral in there. I feel there's like a little bit of citrus. Mm. I was getting citrus. Yeah, like a, like a grapefruit, like the bitterness. Mm -hmm. like a, but not over the top. Super interesting. No, it's a really light bitterness at the back of your tongue. Yeah. Just a little, a little. It's nice. It's great, eh? Thought we start light, you know, shout out the, the homies. Um, and excuse, I know we're going to be jumping around tangents, so I'm going to come back to Drip. But Sankey and Baron are the sponsors of our uh, Instagram live session. I was running what to call it. Um, <laughs> Instagram live series, I guess, called The Chinwag, which goes down every second Tuesday right now at 9 p.m. Uh, typically features Noel Forrest from Beerism, Nathan Lefebvre from BOS and from Nathan Does Beer, and Chris Paquette from Hops and Bros. And the fifth man is Max from Hops and Bros as well. He makes special guest Max appearances. Monet. Yeah, Max is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I love that dude. So it's always yeah, a pleasure awesome. to, to see his face. So we do that every other Tuesday, and we always drink Sankey M beers. So, uh, you know, Chris does work there, and... Jacob is our partner in uh, LinkUp. Mm -hmm. All the, the Sankey M team work on that. So we're very close with them regardless. So it's nice to sort of all try and drink the same beer. It's been a little tough. Chris just had a kid, which is dope. Congrats, Congratulations. Uh, second child, which is amazing. He's like 30. He's knocked it out. He's smart. Yeah. Smart, just man. Pumping them out. Pumping right? them out. Just doing it quick. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's great. We've got a great connection with them and I enjoy doing that. So if you oh, haven't so tuned cute. in. You, I love the chat. I love the chat you guys have. It's just nice. Just kind of like shoot the shit in a nice mm. chill way. And like, yeah, I, lo I love the chill like. Like the audience is the, always so engaged, cool as hell. yeah, so cool. Yeah, Ask yeah. great questions. Yeah. I have really insightful Offer comments. Great opinions, yeah. Never a dick there. It's just always everyone's dope. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know why it attracts cool people, but that's why we keep doing it. We've done fourteen episodes now because every second week, and if we cancel because we've had to, they're trying to organize. You know, these guys are all essentially father. Everyone parents. is a father and a ch oh. or no, no, no. Nate's sorry, about no. to be. Everyone's a family member yeah everyone a, everyone has a wife which i was thinking technically you have a you have a wife you i have, have a, a wife but, like, but i don't have a child but yeah max has a dog but nate doesn't have a kid no i think it's just no, like it's really just the two people who have kids probably have to cancel more right? yeah that's what i'm saying and yeah. you know the bed we were doing it at 8 p.m and then we moved it to nine because the kids bedtime and stuff like that so you know yeah. whatever so that is cool so check that out at bos podcast on instagram we're doing that every second tuesday it's a good time you know Short goes for like an hour. So um, I don't know. I like that as the live thing we've kept, being that we stopped doing the lives for uh, this, but we got something to talk about for that in the second half of this pod yes. as well. To talk, We're going to bring the lives back for the winter, but for a whole new piece of content that uh, we're we'll get introducing. We'll in a second. We'll talk about that after. So back to the drip. <laughs> so I don't know. On my other podcast, Bad Habits with Sia Notion, check that one out. Uh, that drops every Monday, sort of a hip hop focused podcast, and also features Dan. Uh, I know it's cold, but if you're searching for it, it's Bad Habits with Sia and Notion. Notion is also a part of BOS. He does all the audio engineering and a lot of the photography as well. Um, basically, I've just been getting into clothing because when I moved here, I was doing all right, and I was like, as I sold a, a property back home, so I came with a bit of cash. I was able to just buy up, and, and at the time, like you couldn't get the same products in Australia that you could in North America. And mm -hmm. I really liked all the North American brands. So it was really hard for me to get stuff. So whenever I was over here, I'd fucking shop like mad to bring back. So when I moved here, bought a bunch of stuff, uh, didn't go crazy. And then when we moved to Montreal, we were students and it's a whole long story, but we didn't have a ton of cash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> understatement. Understatement. Never been that broken <laughs> in our life. Of, like, we were, yeah, it was an interesting time. Yeah. We got through it. 
So the I wasn't buying clothes then. You weren't buying clothes then, really? No. Uh, we got a bunch of free stuff because we. I bought a event. bunch of corporate clothing. It was awful well, yeah, no for choice. that. Awful. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Mm. All the pencil skirts and the freaking all the annoying things, all that stockings and short heels just the worst sorry i just can't even imagine Anyways, again, I, can, right? I can never do that ever again i just be like yeah once you get a taste of like first of all i don't know how anyone who worked at home full tangent again i don't know how anyone who worked at home and got to chill in pajamas is ever going to return back to the closet i just don't <laughs> see how that's where? gonna happen like we already obviously we've already been working from home from since 2015 but it's like it just just even thinking about that time where it's like the office people like, you really got to dress up, not even, like, when you're in the casual places, but the office side? Oh, fuck. It's, Sorry, it's just rough. Yeah, it's just so annoying. No she one's, com- no one's comfortable. With it. Yeah, no one's comfortable. No one's happy about it. Some people do Make like them let you stay at home yeah. unless you really want to, because, geez. I have seen a bunch of people who are, who look forward to it, because I think they like people, like, we're, we're good. Well, structure, but I think the social side of it. Oh, yeah. And sort of, like, man, I can understand, I never really got it before this, but people with kids, if... You know, you got to be around. You the, never it's get hard a break. to work. You don't get a break. So I think yeah. it's pretty exhausting for parents. Like I didn't. I always thought that man, whatever, man, you just tell them to sit down and do their work, and they do it. <laughs> I don't know. I, like I don't know what kids are like. Yeah. yeah, they would tell me that is not the case. Yeah. So I get it, man. Like, uh, but like, having to wear the, those clothes. Yeah, it's just the outfits. Speaking of drip. So there you go. Speaking of drip. No, that's a great point. Yeah. So we didn't buy any clothes back then, and then when I got into the beer scene, I still didn't buy much stuff. I started to feel guilty. I saw a Facebook uh, status from the other day where mm-hmm. I said from my like 2014. So I saw it like yesterday from 2014 where I was like, I have been so broke for so long that I even the idea of going shopping was made me feel in, insane guilt. Like yeah. I couldn't even do it. So I was getting a bunch, obviously, you know, in this beer world as the podcast grew, you get stuff. So I, I was, ex- uh, and I, I bought stuff too, of course, but I was exclusively wearing beer, everything, beer, yeah, merch, all beer merch, t-shirts, yeah. hats, sweaters, hoodies fucking name it it was basically just beer merch for years yeah and then last year um i guess we weren't traveling as much i mean you're not traveling as much you're not you know getting as much stuff not that i needed a lot but i needed i just thought you know what i wanted these adidas like suits and stuff so yeah the the tracks oh, the, the, oh, the one that we wanted forever yeah we want, yeah, you yeah, and I wanted yeah. it for so long yeah. and I, I think i had like a discount code or some bullshit online and Started buying a bunch from Adidas, and then I started getting into the easy stuff, which is Kanye West's. I'm not going to talk about this too long because I know you beer people probably don't give that much of a fuck. <laughs> but I'm just trying <laughs> to explain it for why. the clothing podcast. Which is, oh, I really often thought about that today. Yeah. I was like, I wonder yeah. if I could do it yet. Um, my my focus is very narrow, though. <laughs> so I discovered um, you get the Yeezys, like the shoes. And I wanted them for years, didn't know how to get them. And I discovered how. So I started getting those, and now got to, you know, and this year's been getting more. You know, I'm a fan of Nipsey Hussle, who's a rapper who was murdered a few years ago, and he has a clothing line called Marathon. Um, so I've been buying a bunch of their stuff, and uh, just been enjoying getting into it a little bit. But very, you know, I like Yeezy because they make shoes, and then I'll, and this is the Yeezy Gap hoodie. I only got this the other day, which is super fire. They didn't release it in Canada, but I got managed to get it online. So coolest hoodie. I've owned for a while. Yeah. So I just got into it. No, no, no. I saw Tiff, you you put this on the uh, Ivy Park Peloton oh, joint, yes, which yes, is fire. Yes, the added us joint, the Beyonce collab. Beyonce, so so both of us, you yeah. know, big artist collab supporting. Yeah. And we're like, I was like, yeah, you know what? Instead of the BOS thing, because it feels like a uniform coming back to what you were saying. <laughs> it feels like a uniform. I, put <laughs> I didn't that, really think of it that way. <laughs> I put that shirt on. Sometimes it smells because no one can, you can't smell me, but I only get washed. Like I've worn it. I need it every times. week, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm under these lights, you start to sweat a bit. <laughs> And like, first of all, it just shows that we should probably buy more 
of those BOS t-shirts. But because yeah. in the end, guys, like we're not holding stock. It comes from um, Springs.com. Yeah, so it's not like a Teespring. So it's not like we have a bunch. They changed the name to Spring. Oh, yeah, really? That's yeah, because they sell everything. It's not just T-shirts. I thought I just I completely they... didn't hear the T part of your word, and I was like, well, yeah, yeah, I, I dealt with it for you. a second. Yeah. I didn't see. Okay. So, Link yeah. is in the description for the merch if you guys yeah. are interested, but we don't have it here. That's why I don't like That's why he's wearing because you're like, I wear it once everything. And I'm like, that's why he doesn't have multiple shirts here, but that just shows yeah. you probably should get multiple. And I tried ones. to buy, I should get multiple of the same one, but I yeah. tried to make, because I can make a custom one. I've got this link that yeah. comes with the account. So I was gonna. I tried to make a gray one with the blue logo because I mm-hmm. made a gray sweater, but I didn't a hoodie. But I don't like how it came out. Like the the logo is way too high. I See, put that's it in the, the middle, you don't and they fucked design. it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was in the design because I did the custom design. Oh. If I make a permanent design that goes public, then I can also good. order those. Yeah. Like I pay for everything. They don't give you anything. Yeah. If I want samples or whatever it's for modeling it to sell it, yeah, they give you a bit of a discount or something, twenty like percent yeah. or some shit. So I would try to make a gray one. They stopped. A whole, like all the t-shirts they had they stopped making or stocking heather gray which is like that lighter gray they only mm-hmm. had like the dark gray which is kind of like as dark as the couch here okay yeah, yeah. and it just it looks whack on t-shirt i'm not a fan of that mm-hmm. color at all so i didn't uh, end up getting more and i think i just gave up and hadn't really looked at it since so point being i kind of like this and we got this cool life you're watching the video we got like this uh wicked light for i'm digging it just for when we're traveling we move you know if we go to toronto we go somewhere for um we're going photography. to PEC in a little bit that's what made us get it correct PEC or PEC who knows Oof, who knows <laughs> uh, or was it decided it's not pay, it's okay not so we were going PEC to, Prince, we're, going to Prince, we're going to the county the county and then I have a ton of brand shoots so I was like oh I don't know what the light situation is liquid for liquid happiness at so I was liquid like, x happiness go follow the tip. yeah so I have like four brand shoots so I was like okay I can't five. take the five five <laughs> I can't take the risk of the lighting situation so I was Being like oh can we just get like a small portable light but it's really cool. Like, I don't even think I was buying... I don't remember even thinking about the color portion, like, color aspect of it. No. I was just thinking about, like... Because it, it was, like, 100 bucks for this mini one. And yeah. normally those mini ones are probably, like, 20 bucks. So when so you spend a 100 bucks, like, it's heavy. Yeah. You can tell it's, like, okay, really good. good quality. Yeah. And um, it's, like, a USB charging thing. I love that. And uh, like I was able to charge it. We shot a music video the other night, and we rented this Tesla for it, which was super fire. Mm-hmm. It's coming soon, and we used this light for it, and it died in the car because it was the first time I didn't want to charge it uh, until course. it died. Yeah. Yeah. So I just plugged it into the dash. I already had the USB-C there, and it just charged it while I was driving. There you it's go. It's perfect. Nice. Um, so it does all these color things, and it's just really good quality. So I was like, I don't know, what if we put that in the background? I think it just looks lit, and then we're dressed nicer. So it feels like this whole different experience of the pod. It does, actually. I think I'm just over-wearing that T-shirt. I like it. It's obviously dope. Like, yeah. I, I overdid like, it. I'm just tired of it. You probably like, just want various ones, right? It's probably because you're wearing the same one all the time, the exact same one, which is the same as the hat you're wearing. Correct. Like that well, this is the BOS lock-up. hat. I thought I walked out of this. Yeah, this logo here. Yeah, maybe so, if you do other lockups and get a variety and Maybe stuff, I should just order like, a, that'll like probably, half yeah. a dozen different yeah. T-shirts. That's why so it feels like a uniform. That makes sense. I yeah. never really thought about it, but you're like, all right, doing the thing. Going to put this shirt on. So it is, uh, you need to yeah. diversify And that T-shirt is fun because I'm not going to tell you which episode it was, but of the adjunct series where I had the big fall in the kitchen, it's got a big like rip on the arm. Oh, you need to definitely, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's not that big, but like not enough to throw it away. Every time I put it on, I kind of think of that. That's I a didn't rough know time. That. Noah keeps trying to make me watch it. We need to swap it, it up. <laughs> He's like, come on, you can watch it. It's been like a year. I'm like, no, man. I'm not fucking watching. I don't want to hear it because I didn't mute okay, it. Okay, can we do... Oh, no. So maybe when you're ready, we should do a like, reacting to my... We could, we could do that podcast on a YouTube video or something. Or something. Yeah, that's the thing. You could do it like that. Like reacting to my ridiculous thing. Hey, you got to laugh sometimes, guess so. right? Look, it was pretty ridiculous, but it was like it, it was a massive cut and I fucked my whole shit up. Man. I remember it was bad. Yellow yeah, was bruises bad. on my knee, my yeah, hip, bad. my arm. The There's a massive gash under my arm. And like when you think about it, 
Hang on, was it this arm? Yeah, it was this one. When you uh, got your arm down, your touch, the skin's touching. So yeah. all of a sudden, I've got this massive open wound Ugh. under my arm, and yeah. I had to almost like keep it like this yeah. for like oh, two gosh. weeks. Ugh. So like I had to like rest, and I think it was cold times too, if I'm not mistaken. So it just hurt every time you were. So every, and if I and if I put my arm down, like, ah, and then it went all real, as it was healing, it went like all. Did you have a bandage on? I had a bandage on for when it was like pussy and gross, but okay. also you want to let it air dry. So yeah, like, that's cute. Uh, I, I heal pretty quick actually. I'm pretty good. Wolverine, but, right? I always. You know, <laughs> but that oh yeah, Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he's also Hugh Jackman. But oh, yeah. anyway, what we're we talking about drip, merch. I'm going to get more clothes. <laughs> You're going to get, get some more, more BOS merch. merch. And we've got yeah. different designs. I never even got them. We got one printed up to test run from that place in Peel Metro. Yeah, I remember where they did that. the print. We just did a, before we made the Teespring, yeah. we got the designs. That was when we wanted, because I have some custom ones because of that too, because we were going to all the beer festivals. So I got mm. the dress, which I love. I think yeah, I got two, cool. didn't I? Uh, you got the, I think it was just one each. Oh, okay. I think I got but a I love tank. The dress, yeah. with the, we both got the same Get It In Your design. Yeah. I got a tank with it. We wore it to like a festival. Oh, um, what's the cool one? Fuduni. We oh, watched Fuduni. That's what we yeah. got it for. So it was like oh, three years ago. What a time. What a time. <sighs> did that one come back? It did come back in the end. Oh, no, to. because then they wanted to and then COVID happened. And then so COVID and then not. they see they didn't do okay. it either. Yeah. Jeez. I don't know if I'd still go. I don't know if I'd be ready to a festival. Yeah, that's pretty a pretty hectic. hectic for a while. I think it's going to take yeah. some time on that one. Yeah, definitely going to chill. But that's why we got those done. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'll do that. But I don't know. I just kind of like the look of just having random clothes. I'm not buying a lot of clothes as much as i'm getting like sh- shoes and stuff but i've got enough different things i could probably wear some there you go. something more yeah, interesting it up, whatever makes i just feel like it looks different look better yeah it looks different i feel like this actually would be great for the tmf podcast which is craig's other podcast guys yeah, sees other podcast yeah, <laughs> sorry but bad your government name out there sorry bad habits podcast every monday on youtube uh, at the movement fam yep yeah so we're actually youtube.com slash movement fam oh, correct no the and it goes premieres APM EST. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I actually feel like if you all were getting to actually sit and hang out with each other, this would be a good setting for it. Because when you think about it, you're normally alone. Oh. I think the setting also looks interesting because you're with somebody. So it's like two of you on this thing with a cool light in the background. And it's taken up the whole it's screen. Up There's the whole no screen. The box. Where usually the you're more a box in right. Well, I can like do this. it without yeah. the black bars and make it go in the middle of the screen. But mm-hmm. I just thought it kind of looked messier sometimes. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Whereas, like, this looks pretty clean. Yeah. Because we've got the other uh, camera plugged in, so it's like HD. I'm talking tech and... stuff, guys. Yeah, I know. We're all at the fucking place tonight. We haven't really talked about beer that much. So that was that. There was something else I wanted to touch on. No, we talked about all of these things. Okay. So we're going to... There's another segment or another video series that, that we started. started. Yeah. Tell them about it. We're all about the video. So uh, this one is called Stout Sessions, and basically what it entails is a short-form piece of content. Sorry, I'm speaking so yeah, marketing. It's a shorter videos, shorter videos that we're uploading, which are just more casual chats. So not in this like long-form way with the podcast, which I'm not always on, anyways, or barely on. Actually, I guess I should say I'm not. A more lately though, because I like I told y'all, I haven't been going out of my way to book episodes. Yeah. I love hard. your friendship podcast though. Like I love you and Nate talking. I love you and Noah. Like you guys when you're. Yeah, my grab them on again soon before uh, the end of the year. Even solo conversations. Like, yeah, just I think the, that's why I like the chinwag too. But I just love we're trying know, to do a people I like talking to each other. It's cool, yeah. you know. So, but yeah, so uh, stout sessions, small series where we grab a stout from Craig's very expansive cellar. And but now you actually said you think you're running out of stouts and you had more sours in the end. Right? Way more sours and stouts yeah. than I thought. But and I always just felt like all of these were stouts all this time. I kind of thought most of them were too, and then I'm yeah. really looking. I'm like, oh wow, most of these are fucking sours, which yeah. is cool. But we're trying to do Sour imperial. Hour. Okay, I'll stop talking. I think I'm all right. <laughs> 
Well, you came up with the... like stout sessions. Yeah, I'm just trying to go with it, you know. So I came up with stout sessions, which was literally just like, hey, let's talk about something. And then like an hour later, we were filming though. Yeah, yeah. We just did it immediately. But I think it's like a fun piece of content. Just talk about cool topics in in a shorter way. And then like, yeah, maybe we can do something with the sours too after and see. Mm, Um, Because we have so many. The idea though, just so y'all know, was we were trying to... Every Wednesday, I have like strict drinking regimen. And Wednesdays, I'm not supposed to drink. But I started sliding in a... uh, cheeky. Exactly. At the end of the night, like a, a high ABV stout that I would never drink. Like tonight, sat we're filming this on Saturday night. Like I'm not drinking a, a 10% stout tonight. That'll I won't be able to drink anything else. And I yeah. like to move through the color wheel and such. You know the vibes. Of course. And uh, so on Wednesdays, I was just drinking them by myself because I can drink an 11% 500 ml bottle and it doesn't fuck with me. But then you started, Tiff started getting in with me. She's like, oh, I'll jump in on that because you love a good high Yeah, I love them for sure. So then we'd end up having two, Stouts which like is the equivalent of my favorite style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so they're I incredible. Love, love but I've been really, really enjoying it. And it's cool that you're drinking them with me because then we get to drink two. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I can yeah. deal with, uh, I, I can handle it. Yeah, make sure you yeah capture that, capture that. I can handle the those, you know, we can, if you're not drinking either, you, I think you don't drink those nights or you do? I don't. Okay, yeah. cool. So we're doing this the together. The goal is, you know. To not, I know. The goal is not to. It's different for you because it's wine. i got to document everything. Sometimes you can yeah. have a crush. I guess I could just have crushes. Anyways, so we started doing that. Tiff was like, yeah, let's just come up with something. So we started that. We've dropped one episode so far, which checked it. I was gonna, I'm was i going to forget to put it. I was going to say I'll put it in the description. I probably won't. <laughs> you ha- you'll have to listen back to this too. I don't always do that things. Oh, we have to do the things yeah, for the ad Yeah, so read. maybe you'll remember. Maybe. Okay, yeah. if it's not there, just check. It's, it's on the YouTube channel, fuck, man. And it's on Facebook. We put the whole video on Facebook. So this next thing I just want to quickly touch on um, is something we're going to cover in the next one in more detail. But I thought I'd just mention it now because it's, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely interesting. So we were in Michigan in 2017. Yeah. And loved it. Been I've been twice for beer. You went once, I guess, with us uh, for that one. We mm-hmm. did the, the beer festival, the Michigan. Um, and that vlog. What was, that was it called? So was this a Michigan beer festival? I feel like it was pretty straightforward. I'll double check. But I've we got did a thing a on the wall. On I've got the flag in the bedroom on the wall. Oh, yeah. Dave got me a flag. We did a vlog um, of it, too. That was you fun. did. Yeah, check that out. That one's hilarious. We watched it the that other night. That was a good time. Um, we were fucking a while in back then. <laughs> yeah. Like, we were out of control. <laughs> Those that was the most... were so hilarious. They were really so, funny. We but... were so ridiculous. And then having, like, yeah. Scotty there. Because Scott like... is out of control. So it makes <laughs> us... I feel like it's been more restrained with just me. It's like... And, yeah. we, and we don't... We haven't had any, like, wild trips. But that was one of the last trips where we just got, like, fucked up. That was, it was so funny. We had harrowing experience, like, life and death experiences. <laughs> um, I seriously watched the vlog. Like, it's it's really funny. Yeah. This is and cool because this is Michigan blog post that you saw. Oh, whoa. No one asked you to just play that. I need a blog post about yeah, we did one of like where to drink in um, Michigan. Oh, so smart me. Yeah, probably because you told me to do it. But um, um, point B, the beer festival, whatever. What? Either way, we went out there. Why are we talking about Michigan? Oh yeah. So, <laughs> man, the tangents are pretty good tonight. Yeah, I love it. I love a tangent. Um, <laughs> Bell's Brewery. They're actually in Kalamazoo. We did not get out there. Um, they got purchased by Kieran by Lion Brew, uh, like a brewing company or whatever, which is, I thought it was Australian because they own fucking all the breweries in Australia, but I think they're owned by Kirin out of Japan is their parent company. And they are buying Bell's Brewery as found out Larry Bell retires. Mm-hmm. So that is very I interesting. Like, I think it's interesting too, because it's not, um, 
he didn't pass it on to his family and he has like family but it seemed like nobody wanted to take in so that seemed like a factor in the decision in the well, end because he was sick and it's like he had a revelation after being very sick I remember reading this that what it was? Okay. and that's why he's like oh, I'm going to sell it Okay. but uh, I thought it was just interesting I think because we're watching Succession so to me I was just like ooh I'm surprised like kids didn't want to fight over and like get, this, get in on this you know but anyways yeah so watch sorry. Succession if you have Succession's so great crazy. so now when I see like family businesses I'm always like oh the kids I wonder how the kids are trying to like get in on this ooh, food's but... on the way jeez we haven't oh, wow. started yet okay um, yes that's a really good point yeah. I didn't know that well we're going to talk about that in the style sessions um, yeah he opened it in 1985 so triple OGs uh, they also own New Belgium which is interesting and um, basically, oh, New Belgium was one of their reasons that they did it. It was called Michigan Summer Beer Festival. Michigan Summer Beer Festival. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, they didn't disclose the price of the deal. But basically, so that was an interesting thing. Obviously, they're known best for their Two-Hearted IPA, which is a phenomenal West Coast IPA. Yeah. Um, and I wonder what people are going to think about that. Um, well, they also bought, oh, Sapporo bought Anchor. Yeah, Lion bought New Belgium. These these purchases are not messing around, eh? Like no, Sam Adams bought Dogfish Head, which we talked about, and AB bought Kona and Red Hook recently. Mm-hmm. These are all the recent ones, anyway. But yeah, so we were going to really just talk about not now though, but just want to touch on some mention that's happening. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go into maybe a detail of uh, a deep dive or deeper dive. Yeah, it's on. just kind of like does selling your brewery make you a sellout? Really, that's what it's that's kind of like what to. it is, and I'm I think it's interesting because beer is in a different world than say something like tech. Where exactly. like when you sell tech, you're like, yes, good for you. That's like the whole reason you're starting this company. Basically, is no like, how are you going to get great valuation that you can eventually? What's like, your exit what's plan? What's your exit plan? Exactly. Always. What's the exit? What's the exit? But beer so, doesn't get that. Beer doesn't grace. get that energy. <laughs> yeah, they don't get that energy. I wonder, like restaurant owners, like if restaurant owners sold to, um, I'm trying to think. I don't know the company's names, but whoever say owns Milestones and Jackasters, all those yeah, things, yeah. always under the same umbrella. Like, does that person get, like, shat on? Like, do you know what I mean? I just feel like the beer thing is so interesting. So, yeah. I wonder if they buy restaurants or if they just start chains. Because I used to work for beer I was just thinking. I was thinking, like, what if you saw they had a, they if had someone would be smart enough to buy a restaurant or somebody who started two or and three. Then, and then franchise it. And then franchise it out. If that's what those conglomerates do, yeah. it's a shame for that owner because you can fucking... I mean, franchising is probably not easy, but yeah. if, it's, if you're already killing it Oh, sorry. It wouldn't be franchising, technically. Because you wouldn't franchise it. No, you would just start yeah, your own you thing, just I keep guess. Yeah, yeah, because franchise similar would be, concept, I guess. If you have to I get own the something, I would totally franchise it out. If yes. I owned a restaurant, I wouldn't sell it to a corporation. I would try to franchise. But we it about out. that life. Not everyone's about that life. Yeah, that's true, actually. So that's I fair. would rather set up all these different things and just kind of like earn money for you in the yeah. background. That's Why really did your video we're... just pop up twice in the second? Did you notice that? I didn't even see you. Okay, what so interesting. It like the screen popped up again in the top left, just like a hey, this is what you look like over here. Oh, too. that usually happens when I go like this. Oh, so, so it maybe it's a bit of a glitch yeah. with the thing. Um, but yeah, that's what I was thinking. I prefer a franchise, but anyway, it's fine. The corporate way is also interesting. So again, yes, does it make you a sellout, or are you just doing what you should do when some money comes your way and somebody wants to buy something amazing that you built? So it'll be curious really a deep dive, and I'm curious about other people's opinions on that too. Yeah, I, I agree, and I feel like it's a bit touchy subject, but I wonder some of the things we'll discuss. Like, is it okay that it's Kieran or Lion, whatever, that bought mm-hmm. them, and not AB? Because yeah. AB is the devil. But are the others looked at in the same way? I know mm-hmm. that Lion feels a little predatory in Australia as well. I think they're buying up a bunch of uh, ones mm-hmm. out there. But I don't hear about it much over here. It's just because Australasia is the yeah. region. So yeah. Australia, I guess, is closer proximity to a lot of those companies. Uh, they have a large presence in Australia. Like for us, drinking dra- drinking Japanese beer was like something I did. I went out with this one friend. Shouts to Steve Duck. We used to go to Richmond and go to like 
Vietnamese restaurants and we had um, Asahi was our joint. Yeah. So like that was our thing. We used to go to my favorite bar in a the city. They they always had Asahi on tap. It was always amped because we get the Japanese beer. Yeah. So yeah. there's like a big, I think there's a bit of a culture there for it. Yeah. So that's probably why they have a bit more of a presence out there where here I haven't seen that as much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. That sense. Yeah, so that's no, going to be good. So check out Stout Sessions once again on the YouTube channel. Pretty dope. We'll try and remember to put it in the description. <laughs> um, I could take a note probably. Yeah, I think I have some. I have notes for this podcast. Anyway, yeah, so I'll put the add it to that. Up, yeah. yeah, that was the other thing. The Michigan vlog, Michigan vlog, and Stout Sessions. Yeah. So with that said, I kind of feel like we're at the halfway point before. Oh yes, yeah, time for the time. ad read. Time for your ad read. Are you ready? <laughs> I actually have to read something out, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to hold up the product as well. Okay, perfect. Like I said, this ad, I'm just going to read this. Let's just do it. So support for BOS this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. There you see, you can see what you're doing right there. <laughs> Who is the best in men's below the waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. That's a bar. Ooh. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Shall I repeat that? Repeat that. 20% off, which is a, a fucking great, great amount of money, uh, safe and free worldwide shipping. doesn't matter where you are, you get free shipping. If I'm shipping something light to Australia, that shit's costing $50. Yeah. So that is pretty damn impressive. Yeah. The code is BAOS at manscaped.com. It's going to come up on the screen here. We're actually going to make sure we do this because we do- In addition do, to B-roll. In addition to B-roll. Look at us. Yeah. This is professional ad reads right here. When you get a sponsor <laughs> like Manscaped, yeah. you don't mess around. So- Tell me, gonna, sorry, tell me more. Tell you more. I'm going to tell you a little bit more tell about more. it. This is for the for the people with balls out there. <laughs> I guess it's weird to be able to talk this. <laughs> I like you're closer to your audience right? because you're closer to your we audience. Cool, you right? yeah. We've been we've been doing this for six and a half years, almost seven actually. We you can talk about balls. You know what I'm saying? Like we stopped saying the c word that people didn't want us to say back in the day. No problem. We're cool with that. But you know we've done hundreds of episodes, 300, 350 episodes, something like that. I mean. We're cool by now, right? Mm-hmm. If y'all are listening, there's a lot of y'all. We get, you know, I'm seeing the regular downloads every week for the for the audio. I'm like, you know, you guys know us by now. We can talk about this. So imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. I'm one of the first people, fortunately for me, to try the new 4.0, and I'm blown away by the performance facts. The craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. So Previous to this, obviously, you know, we all take care of ourselves. And I used to just basically had these hair clippers that I used to use when I shaved my head. Mm-hmm. I don't shave my head anymore, so I don't use them anymore. The only time I use them, I trim up the chest. So it's not like chest hair, trim up me old fella. And then I got these smaller ones that I use for the details. Now, these used to just all metal. And okay. I am like slicing up. It's Freddy Krueger in there. <laughs> it's just like, bam, bam, bam. Every oh, every time I you know every few weeks whatever it is yeah. I know it's pretty bad I, I hear you you hear me right I You're hear like, you Ooh, oh, and I'm like oh god this sucks for you guys yeah yeah it gets rough right yeah literally and uh, I didn't I don't know I didn't really go and look at for alternatives so I used the 4.0 today mm-hmm. um, now I you're supposed to you can I please have the product oh, I need for to sure. show the mandem oh, oh. It's, it's all there. The actual product. Pass me the whole box and I'll just do it. Oh, so yeah, you have, have a nice, beautiful it. box. And you have this beautiful... Um... Yeah, look at this right here. Your balls will thank you. I shit you not. They will. So, basically, this is the kit. They give you the kit right here. This is this bad boy, right? 
And the actual machine is him. Look at that. That is gorgeous. Look at that sleek. It's like, it looks like it's a bow shaver from the future. You want to turn <laughs> okay. it on? Right there, you press it. Look at that. Ooh, it lights up. Nice light sound. Too. Right? Yeah. Super yeah. light. Now, th- I'm, I'm going to read it all. It's going to actually uh, explain it. But I, I went guard free. This is where I pulled it out. You get the guard. So you have like the one and the two and all that type of stuff, right? I kept them in here because I didn't even need them, you know. Use your little guard, slip them bad boys on, bam, bam. So I went guard free and I was almost finished. And I was like, oh my God, is this the first time I've ever done this and not cut myself? And at the very end, I cut myself. Okay. So but you came closer. I came pretty close. Okay. Now, obviously, they're not claiming to not cut. You're supposed to wear the guard. So I took that risk on myself. Mm-hmm. And it was only like once, I think maybe twice, but I was going, oh, you know, took some I risks. didn't hear any whimpers or... No, well, so. see, I feel like there's like this, it's not obviously not plastic, but it's like, it just didn't feel like it was this big cold metal thing that was going to rip my shit apart. Mm-hmm. So like, I felt so much more comfortable using it. Like, no, no exaggeration. So, Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer, this one here, 4.0, features a cutting edge ceramic blade. There you go, I knew it was something different. With To reduce grooming accidents, huh? I'm telling you. Uh, thanks to their advanced skin safe technology, I now feel confident shaving my boys, and I do. This upgraded trimmer includes a multifunction on off switch, which I showed you, that can engage in the travel lock. Which always pissed me off because I would rock up somewhere and my other and thing would always stop. Also, you'd be like, "Don't put your hand in this thing," or something. Because it might. Because it might. Yeah. Anyways, this is. I didn't even think about that. Cool. Yep. Which is super yeah. annoying. Um, it gives you the ability to turn on the four thousand K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more shave. Look, you got the little spotlight in there. Look at that, right? For a more uh, precise shave, which obviously I use that bad boy immediately. The lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard length with sizes one through four, but. I go zero, baby. And did I mention wireless charging? I actually didn't play with this yet. The wireless charging system uses an electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. Blokes, if you've been shaving with the same nut trimmer on your face, I'm not going to lie, guilty. I always like wipe it off and stuff, Ooh, but I don't, I don't wow. enjoy it. That's interesting. Uh, I, I, I take care of myself, so I'm not super worried. Like I'm clean yeah. and I don't go anywhere. So yeah. this is what it is. But like, you know. It's not optimal. You've been if you've been using the same nut trim on your face, you're doing it wrong. No one wants to end up with pubes in their mouth. Facts. Even though I clean, I actually have a brush, and this has a nice brush too. Um, it's just a brush, whatever. Cleans the stuff out. And it's oh, actually, it's gonna say this in a sec. It's time to get your own ball, hair, and body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice, smooth boys. Ooh. Get twenty percent off, twenty percent off, and free shipping with the code BAOS at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. So this is the final thing here. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BAOS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping worldwide at manscaped.com. And use code BAOS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Love it. Lovely. I like and your oof. balls will thank you. Right? And next, I'll talk about these next week. There's like a ball deodorizer and a ball toner. I use both of these. I love the names. I just love this. I was just like ball toner. I was like, toner. Tiff, come smell them. She, <laughs> I was just like ball toner. Oh, and they give you the, the nose trimmer too. Oh, that's that's necessary. So, for you know, we, got, that's we got a month worth it's of It's just grooming, keeping in. yourself nice and clean and like key, right? smooth and, you know, well attended to like the women do. You know, mm-hmm. everybody's got to like take care of themselves well. Right? So good. Take care of yourself, y'all. So. Now, with that, we're going to get the next beer. Yes, we are. I was looking at those empty glasses. Yes. And you're going to explain to the people what's going down. Yes. And then I'll... Or should I tell them what's going on now? Yeah, the new yeah. the new segment? All right. So yeah. we've been wanting to do this for probably two years. 
there's a segment that we're going to give you guys the very first. It's almost like a practice run or like a teaser, teaser. of what it's going to be. It's going to be our new live video series for the winter. Thank you, baby. It's going to be called Murder She Drank. <laughs> and it's true crime. But this specific one is a beer-related one. That would be the Uber. Uh, Uber Eats, sorry. And... Being that it's a beer-related one, we thought, you know what, let's pop it on this podcast, give you guys a quick rundown on it, show you how we're going to do it. Now, I want to preface this. We completely stole this idea. It was from uh, these YouTubers at Tiff Watchers called Keto Connect, so shouts to them. They did one that we really enjoyed called Murder She Ate because they eat keto, keto foods, food yeah. and do true crime. Yeah. They used to do it live. I think they did it once a week, yeah. and they stopped oh, doing so it. so good. I loved it. It was really times. fun. Yeah. 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 And yeah. they stopped doing it. And we were like, oh man, Tiff's like, we should do one for BUS. We talked about it for so long. At least a year, maybe yeah. probably more, probably yeah. two. Yeah. So we're like, you know what? Let's finally do it. So it's going to be called Murder She Drank. So if anyone sees that's, you know, did we come up with it? No, we completely stole it and yeah. shouts to y'all, but y'all ain't doing it. We're fulfilling our own need for it. And hopefully, <laughs> like you guys too. People like it out there. Yeah. Murder mysteries are always interesting, yeah. though, aren't they? Just like, or not the mysteries, but the stories. They're just kind of like true crimes. It's interesting. It's why yeah. Dateline exists. It's why all these, uh, the 48 hours, all these guys, right? Like, exactly. It's, it's extremely interesting. I know so, the sushi is going to knock soon. So if you guys hear that, you can just grab that, pop it in. At least it doesn't that. have to worry too much about things being, this won't take too much longer anyway. Um, so we're going to crack this next beer as well. And this is our latest collab. I've been waiting for this and it kind of matches the background. There we go. Come on. This is our newest variant of Bieta Vacants. Our, um, what would you call it? There we go. Look at that sexy ass can right there. Woof. Now this is a, um, I don't even know what to call it. It's a sour. It's a sour beer. It's not a smoothie sour, but it's like a fruited sour. A creamsicle sour was the original. This version is the ramped up version, the second. Well, they, they did another variant that wasn't a collab with us last Christmas, but this one is the, the newest one. It's got blueberries, guava, and passion fruit. Passion fruit isn't really uh, mentioned here much, but man, it's so good. It was normally 4%, we ramped it up to 6%. Obviously it's got lactose. So it's kind of, it's not a smoothie sour, but it's a, um, you know, it's a heavily fruited sour beer that, isn't that far away from a smoothie, if I'm honest with you. So I'm gonna wait till Tiff comes back to take the photos. She's just getting the old uh, food, popping it up the in the kitchen. But yeah, so this is out now across Quebec. Super proud of this one. Like I fucking love this beer. Like I really, really love this beer. Simon and the team at Les Bars did a fantastic job. Super proud of it. Um, you know, we came up with this together. We had a few different um, variant ideas that we came up with over the last year or two. We're actually going to do another one right as a pandemic hit and do all this stuff. But uh, yeah, didn't work out so much. So you move your hand slightly over here. I want to get okay. that to do with the back. You ready for that? Yeah, yeah you ready? Yeah. And you can talk to people. You're not oh far. yeah, sorry guys. We're doing the pour. This is way too much. I'm going to pour it out Ooh. after. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yes, get that, get that, get that. Perfect. Awesome. Oh, well, Tiff got the whole can. I'll take it. Beautiful. So. I could just take, do you want to just have a beer each? Yeah, we can have one each. Yeah, let's just do one each. I mean, they're only small. No, it's no small guys. But yeah, really proud of this one, man. This one's awesome. I've been, I've had it a, a bunch of times. We've got to do some content on it, but I'm so impressed. It's just so tasty. It's so fruity. Like they just killed the game. So definitely cop that. So the first test, uh, test run or teaser, whatever you want to call it, of Murder She Drank. 
is the murder of Richard Oland, who was the CEO, I guess, or like the heir to the Moosehead uh, family. He was the VP. Was he? There you go. Um, but his father started the company, his grandpa, whatever the fuck it was, started the company. He was out there in New Brunswick, St. John, I believe. Uh, he was murdered a few years ago. And Tiff kind of put together like a um, uh, like a synopsis of the case, kind of combining some stuff from a couple of websites and that. And we're just going to read through that. And this is how it's going to work. Basically, one of us or both of us go back and forth. We read it. And then the idea is that the audience, being that you'll be live, will be able to jump in with any thoughts or, I mean, unless, if you know the case, don't spoil it. But if you have questions or thoughts like, oh, the son did it or whatever the fuck, you know, you can jump in with that. So with that said, who want, do you want to start reading? Yeah, let me let me jump in. Let me, okay. yeah. Let's so, you can so, just, so we'll basically do it like this. We're going to drink the beer. Oh, first of all, it. cheers. So cheers. Oof, get that in you. Cheers, guys. I love the mouthfeel always on now. Yeah. On the oh, it's delicious. So smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Just always a nice, yeah, just smooth. Just feels so good. I'm so proud of this one. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I hope you do it every year. So today we're going to talk about the murder of Richard Oland. Okay. Okay. Respect to the family. All right. And we do so it once again. We chose this one because. Respect yeah, to the family. This is the most relevant, we think, for this. So in the end, if you don't end up listening to the series after this, at least you heard the one that had to do with beer. And that's the point, because we know it's completely different. So yeah. we're like, let's make it this own piece of content. Yeah. It's live. You can tune in. You can watch it later. Yeah. Some people won't give a flying fuck. Some people will think it's interesting. We'll always be drinking when we're doing it. Yep. So that we would have to and tie you in drink with us and we'll, we'll talk about it live. Yeah. If you, if you exactly. Want, drink if you a beer like. or two and see what's going on. So Richard Olin was a Canadian businessman, the owner of several trucking companies and an investment firm in St. John, New Brunswick. He was a member of the Olin family who owned Moosehead Brewery. What do you think about Moosehead? Uh, I'm not mad at them. The beer isn't great, but like I'm not mad at them as far as like what they, uh, you know, their macro stature. And stuff. Okay. Like, okay. So yeah. So they don't get anger, right? No, I have like no that. anger to yeah. them at all. I think yeah. they're just a really, really large independent. Because I was like, they're independent in the end. Yeah, I, but I, I, I would imagine just... they're the biggest in Canada, independent wise. I can't imagine who'd be bigger. Let me double check because who would be is Canada's oldest independent brewery. Okay, so they're still independent. So you can't be Sixth mad. generation of ownership. So they're complete just being opposite to the other guys we were just. But they're doing about. complete of that. But they're doing a macro model. Yeah, it's a macro model for where sure. essentially it was one beer forever. Yeah, it's kind of like I guess when you think of like Mill Street and stuff, that's kind of where I thought. Uh, or sorry, that's why I thought Steam the, Whistle. That's it was I like a Steam Whistle. Steam Whistle would yes. go completely. In but the they end. started yeah. to bring out a few different variants and such. And yeah. Whatever, whatever. So uh, yes, so Moosehead, just curious what you think about it. Yeah, I don't pick it up. I don't really drink it or anything like that. But I respect because Canadian and you know, exactly. respect. Yeah. And that's also why we chose this one, Canadian. Yeah. Local. Um, in 1981, he left his position as executive VP of the brewery after his brother Derek was chosen to become president. Sounded like a succession situation. We could bypass that, but it seems like you know people weren't all happy about the way he wasn't happy the way things rolled rolled out. Gotcha. So. On the morning of July 7th, 2011, the body of Richard Olin was discovered lying face down in a pool of blood in his office by his personal assistant, Maureen Adamson. Savage. Sergeant Mark Smith of the St. John Police Force testified that Richard Richard's office was one of the bloodiest crime scenes of his career with Jeez. the most blows to the victim. There were 45 wounds to Richard's hand, neck, and head during the autopsy. Six of these wounds were found on Richard's hands, likely due to Richard trying to protect himself from his attacker. Mm. So 45 wounds across his hands, neck, and head. 
The attack continued after Ritual was defenseless on the floor. His skull had suffered catastrophic damage. The bones of his eye sockets were like a cracked eggshell. My goodness, this person went in. Possibly from him falling face first into the floor. And a concave area spanning 10 centimeters in length, 7 centimeters across, and 2 centimeters deep was discovered at the autopsy. Portions of his brain matter were on Richard's back. So that's Ugh. like, you are, you are hate this guy. That's like, yeah, that's passion. You hate this You guy. can't just go and kill some random person. That sounded like Nicole and like O.J. Simpson type mm. things, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, the attack had left Richard's blood on every wall of the office. Blood splatter was seen on his desk, computer, chair, filing cabinets, and on the empty pizza box in the garbage can. Blood had also soaked through three layers of flooring, permeating the ceiling of the office below. Yeah, that's a lot. The last known person to see Richard alive was Dennis Oland, his son. Okay. Who do you think did it so far? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see where it gets you? That's yeah. right. I feel like anything you watch, you're like immediately. Uh, it's, oh, it's who is this like person? This, yeah. There's just no question about it. You go into yeah, it. Yeah. Is it my turn? Uh, yeah, go yeah. ahead. The two were discussing family genealogy, a rare mutual interest. Otherwise, theirs was a stormy relationship, marred by a father's sharp manner and high expectations, and a son's messy personal life and disorderly finances. Dennis Owen, then 43, worked as an investment advisor at CIBC Wood Gundy, but had trouble landing his own money, handling his own money. He was frequently in debt, not least to his father, who loaned Dennis about 500k during the younger man's divorce with stringent conditions. Dennis would also later tell police that he resented his father's eight-year affair with a local real estate agent and uh, Diane Sedlasek. Uh, Diana, I'm sorry, though he had never confronted Richard about his feelings. On his way to seeing his father on 6th of July, 2011, Dennis forgot something at his own nearby office and doubled back in his car without ever reaching CIBC before finally returning to his father's office. After visiting his father, Dennis drove home to Rothesay, the placid suburb where many of St. John's wealthy families live. Before arriving, he stopped at a wharf to see if his children were swimming there, he would later say. At 6.44pm, roughly the time Dennis arrived at the wharf, his father's iPhone received his last text message, which pinged off a nearby cell phone tower rather than one closer to downtown. The phone was the only item taken from Richard's office. In so the- I just want to stop there to say, in the end, Dennis, potential suspect, who knows, whatever, went to go see his dad, went over, went to go see his kids from his divorced marriage, went to go see his kids at the exact same, and the cell phone tower of his father's phone, which went missing from the crime scene, pinged off a tower at the same place that Dennis Dennis ended up coincidentally being at that time. That's it. That's it. Thank you for clarifying. I just want to make sure that people can absorb that while they're making their thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't heard this already. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the, great, thank you. In the Far End Corporation office, Richard Oland lay surrounded by blood. No murder weapon would ever be found, but one detective speculated that a drywall hammer might have been used, given the alternating blunt and sharp force wounds covering Richard's head and neck. You want to do the next part? Yeah, let's talk about the investigation. Let's talk about it. So shortly after being notified of Richard's death, members of the Olin family, including his wife, Connie Oland, daughters Lisa Bustin and Jacqueline Walsh, probably butchered that name, and son Dennis Olin, arrived at the police station to give interviewers and formal statements. Oh, I should come up to you because remember, oh, yeah. one goes out of I focus. Back, sorry. I couldn't because I was trying to read. Yeah, yeah. Connie reported that on July 6, 2011, she and Richard were both at home until Richard received a call from Maureen Addis- Adamson, 
at 9.50. That's the secretary of the man, Richard, who was murdered. Exactly. Reminding him of his appointment in and off in his office with two insurance brokers at 10 a.m. Richard then left home for the office, and that was the last time Connie spoke with him. Connie said it was not uncommon for Richard not to return to their residence at night. Probably because he's having an affair. Oh, with uh, Diana. Yeah. Lisa Busten, Dennis's sister, was interviewed alone. Busten said that her father could have had anyone as an enemy as he was a hard-nosed, this is a quote, a hard-nosed businessman, pure business, and if you worked hard, you would get his respect. So it's, we're getting the impression that Rich is not the most liked here, you know? People aren't banging with him. It becomes one of those soap opera things, and that always happens. Like, the soap operas always have, like, someone massive die, and it's always, like, the businessman that everyone hates, and there's this mystery of 11 people that could potentially kill him. And, you know, the dramatics of, like, every person's facial expression when they find out that the person died and stuff like that. It's just yeah. like, but he's one of those guys. It's clearly where it's like anyone can want to. Anyone can want to make this dude. Yeah. Dennis's interview lasted over five hours and was separate from those of his family members. Video footage showed Dennis providing Constable Davidson. I'm just going to assume CST is Constable. Yeah, that feels right, I, I right? would say so. Yeah. Constable Davidson with a written and verbal account of his activities for the day prior to Richard's death. Dennis believed that his father had high expectations of him, but that he was not meeting those expectations. Davidson told Dennis that cameras could verify whether or not he was telling the truth about his presence at his father's office and asked Dennis what clothing he had worn the day before. Dennis said he was wearing these pants, like referring to what he's wearing, the shoes that he's wearing, a blue shirt, and a navy blazer. At the halfway mark on the video footage from this interrogation, Davidson informed Dennis that he was the primary suspect in his father's murder. Davidson read Dennis his rights, and Dennis phoned attorney Bill Teed, who told him to stop talking to the police, of course, right? They'll obviously like, shut your mouth now. Davidson told Dennis that there is absolutely no question in his mind that you did this, and I want to know why. And this opportunity to speak with a lawyer was passed. Which you you can't do that to people. You can't say that, like, hey, it's too late now. You can't. I don't think you're ever allowed you're to. Not, you can't you're do that. You're accusing someone of something. Yeah, you're accusing you, someone of something with li- little evidence, because this is right after. Right, you, just, into you it haven't yet. looked into it and you're like obviously you saw him last so it was you there could be no other possibility um, and then say don't just give up and you know tell us the truth which is just so messed up police allowed Dennis to leave just after 11pm without making any effort to seize the clothes Dennis said he had worn the day before Robert McFadden in his interview conducted by Davidson said he left Richard's office at 5.30pm with his son Galen McFadden as per usual so I believe Robert and David, those are like Robert and Galen are associates of um, Richard. Um, could also be the exact same people that his secretary told him that he had the appointment with. Right. Um, but that was 10 a.m., so no. So these are people, I did read that those were like just financial associates. So McFadden said his job was to manage Richard's finances and that Richard had asked that a trust fund be set up for his heirs. Okay. Money's always something in here, isn't it? Always. McFadden said that upon Connie's death, the trust would be dissolved and the remaining assets would be distributed to Richard's three children. He said that after Connie's death, um, Dennis's portion of his inheritance would be reduced by 538000 with 269000 going to each of Dennis's sisters, covering the expenses of his divorce, which had been paid for by Richard and allowing Dennis to retain the family home. So remember, Dennis has a lot of 
financial problems, right? So obviously, I guess he has a badass dad, and he's seeming kind of like a A waste man. A waste man. (laughs) He's basically Roy. What's his name? Sorry, not Roy. Uh, Kendall. He's basically Kendall in Succession. If you watch Succession, you should watch it. It's on HBO. Um, I feel like this episode is almost sponsored by Succession. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) No, just Manscaped. Just Just Manscaped. Manscaped. Use the code BAOS for $20 (laughs) off. 20% off, free shipping worldwide. Um, So that's pretty interesting already so far. But yeah, do do you want to continue to take it? Or do you want to go ahead? McFadden and Adamson testified that Richard did not leave the office between arriving in the morning and Maureen leaving at 5.45 p.m. And that Richard was adamant that the alcohol not be kept, that alcohol period should not be kept in his office. Shame. Toxicology- you actually literally owned a brewery. Hmm. Or are owners, your family of the so owner of the brewery, and you don't want alcohol in your office. It's very yeah. interesting. But anyways. Uh, toxicology reports from the medical examiner indicate that Richard has some alcohol in his blood. The McFadden's shared information to advance the investigation with Galen McFadden giving a sample of his DNA in 2012, a year after the murder. Robert McFadden des- declined to give a DNA sample. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Forensic testing revealed that the blood matching Galen's DNA profile was found on the curtains of Richard's office, in the bathroom sink, and on a paper towel in the bathroom garbage can. One year after this discovery, officers covertly obtained Robert McFadden's DNA from a straw at a restaurant. The police forensics unit concluded in three the three areas where Galen's blood was found were unrelated to Richard's murder. No results concerning Robert's DNA were released. In November 2013, Dennis Olin was charged with second-degree murder for the death of his father. Police stated that no one else would be charged. Dennis entered a plea of not guilty on November 18th, that's my dad's birthday, 2013. Justice Hugh McClellan of the New Brunswick Court of Queen's Bench granted Dennis, I'm trying to read it while staying this far back, so I don't fuck up. Grant, oh, I could just make it larger. You can just make I? the text larger, yeah. Kid, like I'm new to the game. Hang on, move this out of the way. I'm going to make that 125. That'd be better. There, there you, you go. go. There you go. Yeah, pull it up. Uh, where were we? Queen's Bench granted Dennis Bale on 50K on a 50,000 shorty paid by Dennis's uncle and Richard's brother, Derek Oland, the executive chairman of Moosehead Breweries. Dennis was also ordered to surrender his passport and advise the St. John Police Force if he plans to travel outside the province. So interestingly enough, you know, his family, that's his uncle, right? Straight up giving him money for bail. So that's kind of showing you where their thought is on. So they, they get along. This. Yeah. 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 So... Considering the wealth of forensic data left by such a gruesome killing, St. John police treated the crime scene in a remarkably unprofessional way. So this is important, right? Because yes. like you're trying to say that somebody committed murder, you got to be super pristine. I'm acting like and they didn't take their jacket. Or <laughs> like I'm acting like, like I'm a police officer. But right. you know what I mean, everybody knows this. You got to be pristine with the crime scenes, right? Yeah. Every, everyone's data can mess up anything and in the <clears> end make things inclusive, make mistrials, all that jazz. So you want to be careful. So the trial revealed that members of the St. John police force had failed to protect the crime scene from contamination police used the bathroom where blood belonging to the son of richard's financial manager was later discovered for two days before the bathroom was even tested for evidence so that's a big problem there was a back door near where richard's body was found leading to an alleyway that could have been an exit nobody even talked about the fact that somebody could have come come in killed him and then left left the back way i have my theory already as to Police went in and out the main door without gloves for nearly a week. It's just like 
you, did the police not even watch a regular detective show right? where like they're so intense? <laughs> they learn how to stuff? do their job. <laughs> uh, for nearly a week before anyone noticed they should have tested it for fingerprints, the footprint discovered by the forensics team had to be compared against police footwear as several police officers, including Deputy Chief McCloskey, walked through the crime scene unauthorized and without protective gear. Idiots. I mean, come on. McCloskey was later accused of suggesting that other officers lie under oath about his presence at the crime scene. And the St. John Police is currently under investigation by the New Brunswick Police Commission for corruption and a potential cover-up. Interesting. So one detective handled the jacket, the jacket's key. So one detective handled the jacket Dennis Olin was wearing on the night of the killing without gloves. Okay? So this is like the main thing because you're saying somebody killed someone. You have the main piece of evidence and you're just going willy-nilly with it. The New Brunswick Police Commission suspended its investigation of the forces handling of the case in 2016 after... Oh, we'll talk about this in a second. I meant to cut that one out because I don't want to tell you guys yet. Okay. The jacket was a central element of the prosecution's Mm. case against Dennis Olin. In a police interview on July 7th, the day his father's body was discovered... 2011. 2011, the day his father's body was discovered, Dennis said he had been wearing a blue sports coat the previous day. But security footage from a downtown mall would show Dennis wearing a brown suit jacket that day. Mm-mm. On July 8th, Dennis's wife, Lisa, took the brown jacket to be dry cleaned. Still, DNA testing found four tiny specks of Richard Olin's blood on the garment. The prosecution often returned to this fact during the trial, through the, though the defense maintained that any item of clothing worn during the murder would have been stained with so much blood based on what they said about the crime scene makes sense and noted that no other personal Mm. item belonging to dennis was found to have blood on it and this note i just wanted to add because when we listened to this story originally on this pod true crime canadian canadian true crime podcast yeah shouts to them this is where we originally heard the story we're like what because we saw who said in the title we're like what um so she which i did not see that's why her thing she goes very in depth which i love but um, she had mentioned that Richard did have some form of skin condition that could cause like pieces of skin and blood to shed. And like he was known to be like, I think like he hunched over or something a lot. So right. in the and end, he was like a touchy. Dude and he was touchy. So it's like those pieces of DNA that were found on 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 Dennis's jacket could potentially could have been from any of these instances of being hanging out with his dad gotcha. or even from that day where they were known that he hung out with his dad. I also feel like if you killed someone, your wife wouldn't just dry clean your jacket. Like, you'd be burning that. Do you know what I mean? So, but anyways, you know, once you kind of like, I think you take it a bit more serious than that. But A little more. Police analysts testified the person who created these injuries would have significant blood stain spatter on the person and on their person and would be expected to transfer blood stains to the surfaces and other objects that person came in contact with. Forensic analysts noted the blood pooling on the floor around Richard may not have even occurred until after the attacker left the office, explaining why the scene contained few transfer stains and only one footprint, which was never connected to any suspect. Hmm. Okay. Trial time. The 65-day trial, that is so crazy, was the longest in New Brunswick history. Mm -hmm. It also drew national attention due to its brutal nature and revelations about the storied Olin family, founders of the Moosehead Brewing Empire. The charge revived a local obsession with the case. Moosehead had long been a major employer in the city and a source of St. John Pride as the last independently owned national brewery in Canada. Interesting. That's national brewery? Oh, not well, not anymore. Yeah. At the same, I mean, I think Steam was in every province. I don't even think Bo's in every province. Um, at the same time, the Olin's wealth was envied and resented in a city that had lost much of its manufacturing base and was decades past its economic heyday. Both factors gave the family a celebrity aura, even in a province home to larger business dynasties like the Irvings and McCain's. 
The family's fame and deep local roots made jury selection a challenge. Jesus. When the case was finally set for trial in 2015, 5,000 potential jurors were summoned, thought to be the largest jury pool in New Brunswick history, and a final 1,000 appeared in a St. John Hockey Arena for screening. Wow. The length of the trial prompted Judge Jack Walsh to make the rare decision of selecting 14 jurors rather than 12, plus two additional alternates in case any needed to drop out. Love to be on a jury. I know you really want to. I just want that mail one day. <sighs> one day. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. To your civic duty. I actually learned that in my citizenship. What happens studying. if you own the business, though? Because then you don't get off. And anyways, that's a whole other thing. Like, what would happen if I did it? Like, oh, that? I don't know. We, I don't know if we'd be out. I think you'd be able to say that. You'd probably yeah, I probably Yeah. Uh, media coverage was intense during throughout the trial, but especially for the testimony of key witnesses, such as Richard's old, Richard Olin's mistress, Miss Sedlacek. Dennis Olin's lawyers were vivid performers. Oh, sorry, it's not a comma. It's a full stop. Dennis Olin's lawyers were vivid performers. Alan Gold, a top defense counsel from Toronto, and Gary Miller, a similarly esteemed legal mind from New Brunswick, contributed to the perception that Dennis Olin would likely be acquitted. The marathon court proceedings ended a week before Christmas in 2015. Drifts of snow on the ground, a stark contrast with the baking heat that greeted the beginning of the trial in mid-September. The jury, winnowed to 12 by random draw, deliberated for about 30 hours over the course of four days. Wasn't that crazy? You just take so much, so much time four for something like this. Four days, bro. Like, you have time, to, because eh? it's so intense. <clears throat> on December 19th, 20... On December 19, 2015, <laughs> Dennis Olin was convicted of second-degree murder in the bludgeoning death of his father, Richard Olin. Richard in brackets. Oh, you see how I skipped it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Richard Dick Olin. Hey, Dick. Manscaped. Oh, my Bowls. gosh. Wow. Great tie-in. 20% off. B.O.S. Get it. Um, their guilty verdict delivered on the morning of December 19th provoked sobs and cries of protest from members of the Olin family in the courtroom. Dennis wailed uncontrollably in the accused box. Second degree murder comes with an mm. automatic life sentence, though the jury recommended parole after the minimum 10 years, which the court eventually heeded. The conviction shocked the people of St. John. Many in the tight-knit community felt that Dennis Olin was guilty, but also believed he should be acquitted because police incompetence and prosecutorial laxity had left gaps in the case against him. I have to remember to shout out the person who wrote this that we, sorry, that we're taking from. We both did the same thing. Um, that did this because th- these are their prosecutorial words. Prosecutorial okay? laxity. Like, that's like Was this from the Canadian Encyclopedia? Yeah, Canadian Encyclopedia. There you go. Yeah, so shout out to Canadian Encyclopedia and Wikipedia for these facts. Yes, we tried to get, you. well, I found those to mm-hmm. and then you actually cut and paste it they're kind of mixed because yeah. we didn't want to give away too much early on yeah and uh and there was also a development like not too long ago exactly I, this includes that it will include this for sure. fuck around the olin family had professed dennis's innocence since he was charged in 2013 Derek olin his uncle and executive chairman of moosehead had posted that dennis's first bail oh had posted dennis's first bail as we mentioned earlier following his initial arrest many family members provided character references ahead of the sentencing so all the family or most of the family doesn't seem with it Right, and they were like standing up for Dennis. Exactly. So if they thought he actually killed his father, I imagine the family would not exactly. ride for him like that. Unless they just really just don't want any family stain. And you would even say it if you didn't believe it. Good point. But that's Great just point. more tactically speaking. Otherwise, they well, maybe just loved and believed that Dennis did not do this. Well, they said they're pretty, he was a savage yeah. dude, so maybe the family's savage too. Who knows? Who knows? And in the end, really though, all they have is like this jacket and things like that. There are all these small things, but not unequivocal evidence that this man killed his father. I wonder what the difference would have been if the cops didn't fuck up so much. And that's the thing that always fucks stuff, right? Yeah. Technicalities, you can never like, cause we got off again on a technicality. 
It's Fox. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Constance Olin, Dennis's mother, and Richard's widow provided a harrowing account of their broken family in a letter to Judge Walsh after the conviction. She said that since the murder, the Olins have been stuck in a nightmare and experienced living hell. The toll had especially been great on Dennis's stepson and three children from an earlier marriage, she wrote. In his sentencing decision, Judge Walsh, Judge Walsh called the case a family tragedy of Shakespearean proportions. That's pretty epic. That's pretty factual. Now it gets interesting. Conviction was overturned. Olin's lawyers announced their decision to appeal the guilty verdict immediately, standard. They too focused on bungling by the police and prosecutors. The bloodstained jacket should not have been admitted as evidence, they argued, because investigators lacked a warrant for DNA testing. And they objected to a speculative argument made by lead prosecutor P.J. Venio in closing arguments that imagined a heated confrontation between father and son immediately preceding the killing. Oland also took the rare step of seeking bail while appealing a murder conviction. Twice he was rejected by the New Brunswick courts on the grounds that granting bail to a convicted murderer would undermine public faith in the justice system. It's fair. fair. That prompted Olin to seek a review of the bail decision from the Supreme Court of Canada. In March 2017, the Supreme Court ruled unanimously that the New Brunswick courts were wrong to deny Olin release on bail while appealing his conviction, and that generally, even people convicted of murder have a right to avail themselves of bail conditions. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. Olin's appeal of his conviction was heard by the New Brunswick Court of Appeal in October 2016. Citing errors in the trial judge's instructions to the jury... The court overturned the conviction and ordered a new trial. I remember this now. Mm-hmm. Olin was freed on bail at this time, although his lawyers still proceeded with their appeal to the Supreme Court of his earlier bail denial. In July 2017, the Supreme Court dismissed request to review the case, upholding the order for a new trial. A year later, the conviction was overturned on appeal and a new trial ordered. So Dennis Olin's retrial began in November 2018. He was held before a judge alone rather than before a jury, which, yeah, that's fair and I think makes complete sense. Like, let's just get one person now to look over all of this. It's probably easier. Over the course of 44 days, the court heard testimony from 61 witnesses. More than 300 pieces of evidence were filed. On July 19th, my birthday, Justice, on July 19th, 2019, to be specific, Justice Terrence Morrison of New Brunswick's Court of Queen's Bench declared Olin not guilty of second-degree murder. In a summary of his decision, Morrison said that the Crown did not establish Olin's guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. He cited doubt about Richard Olin's time of death and stated that prosecutors fell short of establishing a motive for the murder. That's it. Um, some certain things that so that's the story of the 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 briefer story <clears throat> of the murder of uh, Richard Oland. Yep, yep. What do you think about the son? It's interesting because they didn't have any other explanation for what could have happened. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of like, but then, like I was saying before about the cops fucking up so much, you can't. It's almost sort of like. If, if, he, if he did do it, he's on some Cosby shit. He got away with it on a technicality because the cops fucked up so much. There just wasn't enough proof mm-hmm. to know beyond a doubt, reasonable doubt, that he did it. But they also, I, I feel like the, the weird thing about that is they didn't have an alternative. They didn't have yes. a, a, another um, a Any, s- suspect else? at all. Yeah. 
And it kind of doesn't make a lot of sense that you wouldn't even have someone. I mean, if they cleared the financial guy, the yeah. McFadden, the, the son and the dad yeah. of the DNA, which, I mean, I don't know why he would have blood in the bathroom or whatever. Like, it's still yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, that's a bit weird. And, but then they wouldn't be... The the thing that's... And makes what, me, so what happened with that? Like, was there not more to look into that? I feel like that's, you know it mean? feels so unclosed. I feel like yeah. there's a, a huge opening there. Oh, and also I should say that after this, um, they will no longer be looking into the case. They're not allowed to. So, no, they just, they say they maintain that they believe that he Dennis did, did it, it. That Dennis did it. Who said that? Who's they? So oh, the, the police, cops. so New Brunswick, like St. John's, is not going to look into this case further and try to even establish that anyone else potentially could have done this or even look into it further. But they're not allowed to go back. They to can, but they will not. So Why? you get the they're option just to. Up. They're just like, we think Dennis did it. So just because the court doesn't believe it doesn't mean that we don't continue to believe it. So we're not going to look further into this. But what would they... So if they think he did it, wouldn't they go and push back again and be like, it was overturned? So I then, think once something... Oh, you can't, once it's overturned, you can't go I don't know again. if after an overturned and if Laura's listening, they can tell us, but after it's been, maybe after they've already overturned it and done an appeal. I don't know if the Crown keeps forcing it. I don't know if the Crown actually gets to. I think the defense gets the opportunity to appeal. But I don't know, like, after something's been overturned and then some a judge has done this and already said not guilty, if you can come back and be like, I'm appealing the appeal of the, of the you know, like yeah, maybe it has to stop it's somewhere. It's kind of it, that's the yeah. ending. And what it. should happen would be that they were like, okay, which should happen in every murder trial, if someone's found not guilty, you should continue looking for the person that actually should be well, guilty. Instead of just being like, ah. Well, you know, we're not going to... So they're like, well, he did it. And even though the We're not going to look further into yeah, this. Yeah. I feel like that's a cop-out. So it seems like they just hated this guy. It seemed like the police, obviously, Don't allegedly, allegedly, it seemed too tunnel vision. You know, they were just like, hey, this guy was the last guy to see him. He did it. His stuff... Like, obviously, not things aren't in his favor. The cell phone thing's weird. Like, why did your father's cell phone that's missing from the crime scene... In the pilot scene, was saying, I think he threw it in the water or something. They, that's what people someone said. Someone from a car saw him throw it. The, yeah, in the podcast, he mentioned that. Yes. That someone saw him saw him with a bag at the end of the dock throw, and put it in the water. By the way, we didn't say every single element because the podcast we listened to was like three one-hour podcasts. Yeah, so yeah. we did a very, very yeah. quick summary. And when we have this own separate show that's It'll only be an hour. hour, that's probably when we'll dive deeper into the details. It's just to give you a taste of where this yeah. will go. And this was still probably 30 minutes. Yeah, that's still 30, but like people like can talk about version. it for an hour and a half and stuff like that. Easily. Like two, well, she did it for three. So that's something that obviously is suspect for sure. But what about the other people? If you're saying this guy so is such a hard ass that there's potentially people who don't like him, could you have interviewed more people in his life? What about the fact that he's having an affair with somebody to an extent that people know of it? Oh, and her husband was somebody. The woman and, yeah. that she was having an affair. Yeah, that's what was, was they serious. were both having affairs. But the, I mean, yeah, they were both having affairs. So it wasn't just him. It's, it wasn't one-sided. So then it's like, could that husband be somebody who's mad? Could the woman be a psycho and maybe she did it? Like there was just like no other alternative. I, in the, my mind, I'm like, the passion. if it's not him and the passion of it, it could be a thing where the woman's husband went the and, me- three, and murked him. Yeah. Because like the, the financial guy, like the, the, you know, the yeah. one they found the son's blood, whatever, like there's not enough passion in that to yeah. want to do 47 times, whatever it was, 47. Yeah. Movies. That's a lot of time yeah. shooting someone with a fucking house. Yeah, you have to hate them. Like hate. Hate, hate, hate. Yeah. So... Dennis didn't bangs with him, cool, because he lent him money and he felt kind of sunned by him or whatever, and like he never let it, lived up to the expectations. 
the mistress could have been crazy and could have been pissed off that he wouldn't leave his wife. I think that was actually that part of it thing, too, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, from the other thing. Uh, and he then, did want her to leave and he was actually speaking she to her. She wanted him to leave, right? She wanted him to leave and they were actually speaking that about, day as well and the, about the going back and forth. That was like a conversation that kept going back and forth. By seeing each other yeah. or trying to end their current lives and be together. And what is interesting though, and we should say, and this is why I didn't think it was the mistress, is the mistress, mistress was texting him and her last text didn't go through because the phone had died, i.e. been destroyed by that Whoever point in time. Gotcha. So it's likely, like, I think they were supposed to meet or they were always having, he was supposed to always message her at 930 or something. And her message to him didn't go through. She thought it was because they were had been fighting. Hmm. So this is, again, why her husband kind of makes me feel like a suspect. And that should that be the allegedly, husband, yeah. Allegedly speaking. So... I think they were so narrow-minded on this case, and it shouldn't be something where you just think in one way, and then in the end, there's could be no alternative options. Because literally, then if Dennis did not kill his father, there's someone out there who literally like just like just they messed it. This was intense. So it's like you like did some pretty heinous like psycho level murder, and you're just hanging out somewhere like and haven't gone away with it because everyone focused on the son, because the son saw his dad the day the, the night. You know what I mean? It's yeah. pretty wild. It is pretty intense, but yeah, there's not really enough of an explanation to feel like. Yeah, it's I think the judge did the right thing, and probably and, just to be like, look, there's not enough proof for this guy, and I, it's I don't know, to me like he's probably the most likely person to have done it. Yeah, it's definitely likely the money issues, like whatever resentment he between was the them, all that him. stuff. Like he, he could have him. come back out of the back alley, like could have left. He would know all the all the different entrances to the office. Exactly, and, stuff. and if there's that whole alleyway they never paid attention to, that whole back door, you and there was no camera to. there or something. If I'm not something, mistaken, too. Yeah, even though he was in the end on camera seeing him, but like yeah, if there was. Uh, also, the secretary said there were no beef originally, so he would have had to like leave, done something, come back, killed <clears> him, <throat> and then left again. And something happened, so it definitely wouldn't have been at that time. Yeah. So, uh, either way, it's yeah. it's very very intense. Yeah. It's a bit of a confusing one, but I guess there's a solution, and that you know would be or, to or actually resolution. Well, a, a oh. real solution would be to real to reopen it to get who did it because now we still don't know who did it. So this guy was murdered clearly. Mm-hmm. Somebody did it. Yeah. You're telling us it's not this dude. First you said it was him. Now you're saying it's not him. So then who the fuck well, was it? Well, the police it? are saying it's him. Right, but then yeah. the police are the one who investigated yeah, yeah. So if they refuse to investigate anything else, then the thing's like, it's, a, it's they're stuck. Yeah. Yeah. With everything. Which is crazy. Which is, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting for sure. Yeah. So, so that was the that was the case, you know? That's kind of like what you can expect from these. Do you have any other say, thoughts? No, Is that kind of like how it's going to go, right? That's it. I was exactly yeah. exact You know, let thing. us know how you feel about the read, you know? Like if we read it through this way, do you want us to stop more? Do you want us to read it all the way through? Give us your thoughts, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I liked that Matt and Mega from the show that we stole this whole entire idea from. It's the internet. You're allowed to steal and recreate. Yeah, yeah. So, and we, they we get props, it. so it doesn't count when you even get props. We so were trying to pretend. She ate, murder, she any... drank. You know the vibes, you know? Because <laughs> maybe, who knows how it expanded. Maybe we drink other things on it, for sure. You never know. Well, we you do get been, we got some gin recently. From, People give you uh, gin, exactly. Residents over there, yeah, you've been stuff. getting some spirits lately, so that can. Oh happen, yeah, and the other joint, the whiskey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that maybe happening? we'll do another episode in Prince Edward County one of the evenings. That could be cute. That'll be and fun. And then maybe you should use one of the someone sent you the that whiskey, whiskey right? Yeah. So yeah. I'd be down as fuck to so switch maybe we it up for That could be interesting. So we'll see because it's murder she drank. It's so drinking anything. Different, different booze and different topic so look you know i understand if y'all had like tuned out or stopped listening after the beer stuff <laughs> we'll get the no data problem. we'll get the data we'll get the data but usually the the episode downloads are about the same i hope y'all got through it because it was a this is fun but like 
take a look. Keep an eye out for it. I don't know our exact start date. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. But it's going to be probably this month or the very latest the start of yeah. December. It's to get us through the winter. Yeah, probably like Thursdays winters. is what we were thinking. Yeah. Thursday, like 8 p.m. or some shit like that. Yeah, um, I'm down for that. To do that, you know. A little bit of fun. This, you know, Tiff's idea was to do that for this podcast tonight. And I thought that was really cool because we can sort of test run it, see what you guys think. Once again, we're not expecting everyone to care. I feel like there'll be a subset of the Oh, audience. for sure. Just like Keto Connect. Yeah. There's but a it's... massive audience who's there for the thing. And then there's some people who just have a secondary interest and they'll be down to listen to some stories. As they're because doing they already like the creative. Ian, well, so Mike, we, you know, like... I was thinking, I was like, Mike, listen to this while he's jogging. Mike. Um, Bieber? Yeah. Shouts to Mike. Chaz Mike, because you know, he, I'm like, he yeah. jogs and listens to it. I'm like, maybe he's just going to jog and listen to a well, murder. Because he could be listen to a murder as he's going. Skip or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mike, if you made it this all this far, then you know that I know we're yeah. good. Chaz <laughs> Mike, champion of a boy. I was talking in the, today. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. So, that's basically it. So, once again, Manscaped, BAOS is the code, 20% off, free worldwide shipping. Go cop that. Uh, perfect holiday gift. It's, you know, yeah. it's actually. There's a separate deal as well. You can check out the website for Black Friday and for Cyber Monday. But uh, use our code, you know. Let them know what's popping. You know, use the code, you know. There you say. go. Yeah. And it's great. I can genuinely testify. They actually said to me, like, don't do the read until you get I the saw stuff. that, which I really liked. They were like, we want your honest opinion, opinion. and view on it. Do not. They were great with the instructions. I very much appreciate. Exactly. Yeah. And I appreciate the, the depth and intensity of the, the instructions. Uh, normally, exactly. I like that. So it was really cool genuinely enjoyed the product honestly like it it was i was wasn't sure how it would go it's the first time i tried a different product for that in a long time and all i can say is fucking a1 go get that tiffany thank you again this is oh, a fun pleasure. episode always is we're gonna eat our uber eats and enjoy our saturday uh where can everyone find you online you can find me at liquid x happiness on instagram that's generally where you're gonna find me Perfect. Uh, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below, hit the notification bell. Ding. So you know when the new drops. Follow us on social media at BAOS Podcast everywhere. Uh, check us out, our long form audio. We go live every, well, it premieres every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube and on all the podcast networks, wherever you listen to it. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, follow, whatever the instruction thing leave is. The do review. it. The review helps the a fuck really ton. It doesn't yeah. matter what platform we're on, just leave a review, man. Like, appreciate everyone listening. Like, numbers, I, I was always a bit worried sometimes when we, we've been doing, like, interviews with breweries of Florida. I know most of our um, Audience. audiences up here in Canada and a bit of the States, but uh, I didn't know how much people were interested, but they were both fantastic conversations. So I'm glad that people were enjoying those. The, the numbers were the same. So, Perfect. you know, we've got a bunch of content coming up. I'm kind of chilling for this. Like I said, we're sometimes going to be us. We'll have the boys. And we've got a few uh, cool breweries like planned out. So we'll keep it going. Guys, thank you so much. We'll see you in the next episode. Cheers, guys. Get it in ya. Get it in ya. Yeah. <laughs>